you've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a Chatter podcast. Listen and celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. So lovely to see you. I'm actually quite thrilled to be chatting to you. Congratulations on season two. How exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Let's talk about the evolution of Helen because in season two, she goes, it's it's completely different to the beginning of season one. Let's talk about what you think her defining moment of season one was and what we can expect from season two. Oh, man, her defining moment. I think it's when she tells Ethan to go, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm allowed to swear, but, you know, I, you can when, swear. She, when she tells Ethan to bugger off, essentially, I think, <laughs> I think that's kind of her defining moment of season one, because I feel like it's the moment that she realizes that she's choosing herself, I guess, which uh, I think is like a great moment. She kind of got the confidence to do that, which I love. And then, uh, yeah, and she definitely carries that into season two. But there's like a whole bunch of other stuff that happened. I feel like Helen's quite different this season, actually. Life happened, you know, and life is happening. And <laughs> the circumstances are kind of far more insane for Helen because they're more personalized now. So it's it's quite interesting where she goes. I love that it's like she's got this self-confidence almost as well by getting rid of Ethan or telling him to yeah. bugger off, as you would say. Yeah. But it's really great to see her grow into herself. Is that something that you kind of find as an actor, like you've kind of grown into yourself in the last couple of years? Yeah, definitely. I think um, you definitely, I, I feel like everyone, you know, in their 20s are figuring out who they are and they're like, I think that everyone can relate to that in, in a big way. But then, yeah, I think in the last few years, I think there was like a time where I really noticed in my, like the last few years of my 20s, I was like, oh, there's a lot of like self-growth happening right now. And I feel like I've been a lot more confident in my first couple of years of my 30s. So I'm like, it's it's kind of nice to to see that and feel that. Yes. I love that for you. That's so wonderful. <laughs> and I, I can't I can't get over your accent. It is so funny to me because you've got this beautiful Australian with this American twang. Oh, I know. I know. It's weird. I know everyone tells me that as well. I I bet like it's it's so bizarre. I think I just I've lived in so many different places. I've played so many different characters. I've done so many different accents that now my accent is just weird. It's just weird. I don't know. It does come back. I think it does come back at times. Um, it definitely. I'm, I mean, I'm in Australia now, so I'm hoping it gets like way more Australian by the time I leave. Way more Bogan. I love that for you. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> anyway, back to the Dura. Sorry, I just was really distracted by how gorgeous it was. But this, let's describe season two of The Tourist in three words. I know, very difficult, but I'm sure you can do it. In three words. Okay. Um, uh, mental. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Irish. <laughs> so I'm doing a really bad job of this. And um, I want to say like hysteric, but I don't, I'm, uh, hysteria. This <laughs> sounds really crazy, doesn't it? Not sum it up well at all. I just feel like there's a lot of emotions running high the whole time. So I'm really trying to figure that out in one word. That actually sounds like a band, Mental Irish Hysteria. 
Oh, it does. Doesn't it just? It's pretty good. Oh my God. What would you do if you were in a band? Would you like sing? Oh, because you can sing, can't you? No, you cannot sing. No, I'm thinking back to Dumplin' and I'm like, did she sing in that? No. Very badly. (laughs) Very, very badly. We sing along to Dolly horribly and it was so fun, but horribly. (laughs) Was amazing. Was it? That was literally when you came into my orbit and I was like, this girl, she got it. And I was like, even more equally thrilled that you were Australian. Um, I know I keep digressing. We have a time jump in season two. Can you tell me about what season two is going to bring for the entire storyline? Because I know it's like really taken a turn. It definitely has. I mean, there's a lot I can't say. <laughs> um, there's so many spoilers, but there. Give me one. Give me one. No, no, no don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that essentially, you know, they come to Ireland for to try and figure out more about Elliot's past. Because obviously he is Irish, not a spoiler. Um, and, you know, they go back to Ireland just to really try and like recover more of his memories and figure out who he is. And then things definitely take a turn when we get there. And there's a lot more um, everyone kind of figuring out who they are and what they want. And, you know, yeah, I don't, I, I'm try, trying to do this without giving any spoilers away and it's really difficult. Really, really difficult. Yeah. I can totally imagine. <laughs> I sometimes wish that we did these junkets like halfway through the season. I know. You like, can actually talk, talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Or at the end, but like I know it defeats the entire purpose of why we do these <laughs> things. Um, but I guess like also, I mean, you did a great job. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure we got enough about the story from that. But I mean, you've also got a whole new host of characters characters that are joining, which is really kind of the outer world world of the tourists, which kind of then pertains to what kind of happens with you guys. Um, how do these new characters fit into the world of the tourist? It's actually kind of amazing because I feel like in season one, you know, you've got this cast of like Australian characters and they're very, very Australian. And uh, it re- you could really feel that. Australia is almost like a character in the show. And they've kind of done the same with season two, but it feels like island is a character in the show now and so the cast feel very like entwined in this like irish little like world and town and they they fit kind of perfectly in and helen now kind of feels like out of place being the australian in ireland in a weird way but it's kind of (laughs) which which was kind of fun to play with because it's like this is an entirely different thing you know now she's a tourist in ireland essentially so it's like it's it's cool how they do that it they're always throwing characters for loops based on the world and they really make that like a big central part of the story and the characters really really help bring that to life and they're all amazing like the cast of actors that we got to work with are incredible they're so funny like good really great Irish actors it was it was really fun to work with them all yeah I do love that you're wearing green today because that is the Irish color which is the it emerald was a, it was a nod to Ireland honestly yeah oh. it was a conscious choice there you go there you go because and what was it like filming there my gosh what a little coup for you to be able to be flown over to Ireland to film no it was it was great it was really really great I feel like um, I mean, Jamie shot there so many times. So he was like friends with half the crew already. And like one of his best friends was one of the other actors on set. I was like, how, what? He's like, well, we've done like six jobs together. <laughs> we're, you know, we're both from Northern Ireland. I was like, wow. So I really was like the Australian thrown into the mix. But everyone, honestly, everyone's incredible. Like people are just really nice there. 
There's like, I think you think of Island, you're like, there's like hard and edgy, but then like really funny and really nice at the same time. It's a really, really great mix. And I feel like I've never laughed so hard on a set ever as I did on this season, actually. That doesn't surprise me. I live in I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Like it's the biggest Irish community. (laughs) So like mini island, basically. Um, But speaking of Jamie, oh my gosh, it just cracks me up. You're like, oh Jamie, we're just filming with Jamie. It's like no, it's like Jamie Jordan. Like to to people like me, that is so huge. My God, what is it like? filming with somebody like Jamie Dornan. I mean, tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's been one of my like favorite people to work with. Um, I feel like we, I mean, we knew each other from season one and like, we, we got along great and it was always so easy and like, we, we work very similarly. So it's really great. But then on season two, we got, we just got to know each other, like even better, got even closer. And um, I think trust is just something that's so key when you're doing so many, like, integral scenes you know what I mean there's there's I was just being you know I was just I thought you were gonna say intimate scenes but that's okay I I any kind of any kind of scene that's like emotionally intimate or yes physically intimate it's like you want trust essentially and like we we really had that in spades so that's amazing he's um you know he's he's honestly such a gentleman like there was like there's this one scene where i'm um sitting on the floor which sounds really random not giving you more than that but um this is not an intimate scene i want to point out because you're laughing way too hard i'm sitting on the floor in a really non-weird way and after every single take you know he'd like run back and like help me up every single time it's just he's just like so conscious of other people and like always there to have a helping hand and he's just he's just a really really good good dude i love a good dude there's the aussie there she is yeah he's a dad he's a dad at the end of the day he's just so aware of everything like i'm clumsy i trip and he's like step and i'm like like he's you know so it's really yeah it's great he's great that is actually quite beautiful to know that because you will always want to hear that actors are just as beautiful as you kind of imagine them to be like you are my gosh he's better he's he really is like he's 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 such a sweet angel yeah I do want to, I, I know I was giggling before, but obviously when you said you were sitting on the floor, I was like, well, I know, why, 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 why I know. was she I sitting on the floor? not to give away anything. <laughs> we need to do this again in like yeah. two months time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we can really talk about the floor. Um, but, but I do want to know about the intimate scenes. They must be something that, is it something that you always kind of went, I do want to do them or I don't want to do them? Was there any kind of, did you have any kind of emotional attachment to to doing those kind of physical scenes because it must be really hard as an actor to kind of put yourself out in that vulnerable position. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think everyone's always aware it's like it's not just like a normal day. It is the, the good thing is it is a normal day on set, but then also people are aware of like, okay, you're doing something weird uh than normal. Weird uh than normal because you do a lot of weird things on set, but <laughs> so people are just conscious, you know what I mean? Like you do an intimate scene and there's a close set people are respectful, you're, you're clothed as much as you possibly can be, all that kind of stuff. And like, people are always really good about it. I feel like crews really, really know what's up. You have intimacy coordinators. We had an intimacy coordinator on this. Um, you know, so it's, it, 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 in the end, like if you can just like joke about it and laugh about it with your 
friend, then it's great. And that's ultimately like what it ends up being. But I, 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 I don't, I mean, I, I really, I don't shy away from it because I'm like, it's a part of life. Do you know what I mean? It's the same. It's a part of life and that's what we're showing on screen. So it doesn't bother me at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, but you know what you're getting into. If you see a story and you're not into it, you don't do the project. It's that simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So I think, but if, if it's anything that's in a script and you're comfortable with it, you do it, you know, and everyone has their own version of what they're comfortable with. And that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I do find it really interesting because like sometimes you're watching things and then you have to talk to the person straight after, like you just watch, <laughs> you have to <laughs> watch this full on scene. And then you're like, um, hi, so I just saw your project. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Whereas we don't think about it. I think we're just literally like, yeah, don't yeah. Ages ago. I'm not even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Not even thinking about it. But exactly. it is, it is really interesting because you do kind of wonder about, and I do know about intimacy coordinators, but I do kind of wonder like, you know, is that something that you have in a contract where you go, I am happy to do this certain amount or, you oh, know, because yeah, I know you have, you have a full contract. Like the contract is very specific about like what mm. can be shown, what can't be shown, what you, like everything. So, and you talk to the director beforehand, you talk to intimacy corner, you talk to the other actor. That's where I think it is really important to have trust with the other actor in those kinds of situations. It just makes life so much better and so much easier. Um, and it depends on the content of the intimate scene as well. Like, is it easy, funny, happy? Like if your mental state has to be, I did a show called Unbelievable and my mental state when I had an intimate scene in that is obviously like at, at a really low point. So that's probably one of the hardest scenes I've ever filmed, to be honest. Mm. But that's also kind of to be expected. So it's one of those things where you, you you get through and then you have to like snap out of it at the end of the day. You know, I think after that scene, I was like hanging out with my friends and we're like, we had a girls night and they were like ready with snacks and movies. They're like, we know what today was, we're getting you out of it. And I'm like, that's what you need at the end of the day because some days are harder than others. Of Just course. Like job, right? yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. To totally, totally. Yeah. But in terms of then getting out, like you have some, there are some deep, deep, deep. I just said deep <laughs> and I 100% meant deep. Um, there are some deep, dark. That's why I said deep, deep, dark, deep, oh. dark things that sometimes you do have to, I guess, as an actor go through. How do you, um, I know you said you that you hang out with friends and things, but how do you psychologically kind of, get yourself out of those darker moments do you have a psychologist on set for most projects or how does it work no you know what? i actually haven't heard of having a therapist or psychologist on set before that's actually i don't think that is that a thing i've never heard of that i think it's a thing i mean i think if you asked for it they would absolutely give it to you do you know what i mean mm -hmm. I, they are very conscious of what you're doing and what you have to go through and um i mean i think everyone has a different way of handling it it depends where I am. You know, if I am, if I'm in a place like Australia or, um, LA, like if I'm in LA or Sydney, I have my family and friends around. So I know that I can just go and do that. Um, you know, there were some, uh, more emotionally hard days when I was shooting an Island this year, for example. And I, I didn't have that around me, you know what I mean? And so, Part of it was also just like um, getting through and the crew and my cast are amazing. So like on set, 
you actually can because I'm like everyone's lifting you up in the in-between moments it's and it's incredible but sometimes you go home at the end of the day and you're there alone you're like I'm alone in a place this is not my bed I don't have any of the comforts and that's kind of one of those things where you have to do what works for you sometimes for me it's just like watching a really easy cheesy movie <laughs> like I just need to not think you know what I mean um especially if you then have to do it again the next day because then you're like how much do you want to get out of it and go back in and everyone has their own thought process but um for me at the end of a job that's when I really decompress like um at the end of the tourist I went to Italy for a few days afterwards because Ireland's very close to Italy I'm I'm half Italian I want to point out I didn't just like go to Italy like my mom's Italian my whole family lives there on my mom's side so I went and visited my family there um Yes. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that and I like hiked in the Alps and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's exactly what I needed. Snapped out back to reality. And it was, it was great. That's, that's the best way to do it for me. Well, this has been great. I wish <laughs> that I'd been there in person, but I'm so glad that we got to chat for as long as we did. Thank you so much and congratulations. I'm a huge fan. So you're just killing it at life. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was great chatting with you. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. 